The following is a presentation of KSL Sports. First and 12. A total roundup of this weekend's BYU football and the new look Big 12 Conference. First and 12 is sponsored by Macy's Grocery Store. Your hosts are Mitch Harper and Alex Keery on KSL News Radio and the KSL Sports Zone. We're fired up on this Sunday afternoon. How could you not after that weekend that was for BYU? The Cougars fall to TCU 44-11. Mitch Harper, Alex Keery, I'm coming to you from Fort Worth. And yesterday I was on location at M&G Carter Stadium in, in the bowels of the, the stadium, lobbying and tossing some questions to Kalani Satake after that difficult loss to the Horn Frogs. And one of the first questions that was tossed to Kalani Satake's way was about Josh Hoover, who just lit up BYU's defense. Yeah, I, I thought that um, l- looking at what maybe what he did last, what Hoover did last week, those are probably plays that were built more for for Morris. And then uh, this week, they, I think they just utilized his talents. I mean, he's a really effective thrower, and and, um, and he was smart with the ball in his hands. He didn't make a lot of mistakes, and I thought he took necessary risks, you know. And uh, they just seemed to have a really good rhythm going, and, and it was like chunk yardage, big plays, and. Uh, they just they just did a lot of different things. So uh, um, credit to them. I mean, they have. I, I don't want to just be about be about the quarterback, but they, their whole team played uh, physical. They're really good. It was a good sound game plan from all three phases from them. And uh, hats off to the coaches and, and and their players. And having a young quarterback come in and fill in. Um, I'm sure he got most of the bulk of the reps this week, but didn't get them last last week. But it shows that put some time and effort into these young men. They can do it. And Sonny's a great coach, so he's going to get that done. And um, you know, I'll be cheering for them the rest of the time, but that, that was a, it was a tough game, uh, tough pill for us to swallow, but we have no choice but to learn from this and get better. But yeah, I thought, I thought, I thought they did not, maybe didn't do things completely different. They didn't change the whole playbook, but I thought they highlighted some of his strengths for sure. Yeah, I, I don't have all the answers to that, Mitch. I, I, th- I think that, uh, my, I, I just need to do a better job getting them to respond better. I know that uh, having a turnover, pick six, going down early when, and giving up the first, uh, score on the opening drive for them, you know, being down 14-0, we, we weren't in a position uh, to really fight back from that. We didn't make enough plays and enough stops to get that going. And so um, even when we were having some success and, and be able to get some stops, third downs, they punished us. And, and they, they did that by making third downs a little bit more manageable. You know, they didn't have a lot of third and longs. They, they, they're always on the third and medium to short. So uh, the, the sense of urgency from the team, I knew but do a better job. I, I thought we, were, we had a great practice. We had a you know, great week of prep and, and uh, just not, not expecting this result from us. How much do you think uh, TCU's speed affected the game and uh, Yeah, they had some speed, but I, I didn't think there was anything that really hurt us downfield. It was just the stuff that, that was intermediate plays, and they they could turn. They have athletes. I mean, these receivers have been around. They they got tons of experience, so they could take a, a short throw and turn it into a big play. And it's more like just a chunk yardage, getting eight to ten yards a, ch- a, a piece. It wasn't really them opening up the game plan by throwing downfield quite often. It was just it was more about the the stuff that we couldn't stop underneath, and that requires a quarterback with a lot of accuracy. You know, so this this guy he thread the needle quite a bit on us, and and. Um, Man, I was I was really impressed with him. So we, we didn't make things even difficult for him. We didn't we didn't pressure him. We didn't get to him and make things un- uncomfortable. But uh, it just goes to show that, that guy has time. He can really hurt you. And uh, you know, the, yeah, hats off to him. I mean, he, he's he's a 
I, I thought he made some throws that I wouldn't, wouldn't was not expecting, but uh, you know they put him in a position where he can feel comfortable and have success, and and he delivered. How does the offensive line? Retool the offensive line and still their struggles on the ground. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if 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 we're we're like this type of team that you can just sit there, line up, and play power run game, you know. Um, but I don't think it's the lineup change at all. I think it's a combination of things. And I, I really I said this before. You guys heard me say it last last couple of weeks. We just want to get points on the board. And so whatever we're doing it isn't working as well because we didn't get enough points and like to see more points on the board. So whatever it takes, it doesn't really matter. I'm not I'm not holding holding us to anything. I'm not trying to handcuff us to anything. I just get points on the board, get big plays, get chunk yardage, and, and uh, get first downs. And, and we can do that, then then I'll be happy. How disappointed were you, though, how flat the offense Yeah, I was obviously, I mean, when you, when you score 11 points, that's not going to make anybody happy, you know. Um, but the disappointment isn't just on the offense. It's on all three phases. I, I thought... Uh, uh, and then the thing is, but you don't want to get so down that all you do is just complain about what we didn't do. I, I think we we didn't we didn't shoot ourselves in the foot as much as as, as people want to say. I I think we have to be accountable for what we've done. But I think you have to give credit to TCU making plays, um, and and we didn't help ourselves in some ways. But uh, I, this, in my mind, this shouldn't have been uh, such a big discrepancy in the scoreboard. And so we we needed help from all three phases. Didn't get it. And when you go 0 for 3, you're going to lose 44 to 11. That, that's going to happen. But uh, we'll respond from this. We'll get better. We have no choice. And uh, I'd like to see our team make the steps forward and get that identity that I thought TCU did all in this one game. I thought um, this is going to be a new, a different type of TCU team. You're going to see play from here on out. You can kind of sense that. We need to make that same type of uh, improvement from now until we take the field next week. Yeah, so there's Kalani Sataki. Mitch, one of the things that stood out there is that, I mean, they're shocked. They were shocked. Right, and that's yeah. that's never a good look for a coaching staff to go. We went in, and these guys have been prepping for almost 15 days for TCU exclusively because of the bye week, and they got back to basics, all the stuff that we'd heard of last week, and then Kalani and his guys uh, reeling now, and and uh, that's no rest for the wicked when you're in that when you're in that conference. That's kind of the good news too. Go right I, to prep for Texas Tech next week. I think one thing that stood out from the commentary from Kalani and also the players too, Keaton Slovis and AJ Vongvachan, I think they misread their hand when it came to Hoover. I think they thought that he was going to keep running the ball like Chandler Morris did quite mm -hmm. often. Yep. I think this defense misread things and they thought the run was going to be consistently turned to and it just never happened. And they Hoover just kept slinging the ball and I think that caught them off guard, and that's kind of surprising a little bit with a Jay Hill defense because I think one of the traits of Jay Hill is that he's always going to be so dialed in. And look, Jay Hill has turned this thing around in so many ways, and he he deserves some leniency. He inherited one of the five worst defenses in college football mm. last year, and he's turned it around pretty well. Like they're they're a good group, but. They got exposed a bit. I think they misread their hand, and, and that showed going up against a backup quarterback in Hoover who set the world on fire and now joins the world of Jeff Ballard and Cody Vaz <laughs> and Brett Ratliff oh, as the backup stop. quarterbacks to just torch BYU. Oh, my goodness. I thought, and listen, there's enough, to, like you said, uh, what was Ballard was, he was a practice squad guy, right? Wasn't that the yes. deal? It was like, yes. and then he, hey, B, he hey, stepped in for Ty Gunn. 
It comes in and goes. That was a 52-50 game, wasn't it? Or 51? Yeah, 51-50 in OT. 51-50. Oh, my gosh. Think about all the times. It's it's a rivalry except for when BYU's lost the last five in a row against TCU now. All right, we'll take the break. We'll come back when we do. Uh, We've got a lot to jump into. Of course, uh, it's that time of the week where we get into our featured game, and it was that Thursday night game. I know you wouldn't have thought to yourself that this was going to be a featured game, but because of how this thing ended and also because uh, it's another – team who just got a crazy win uh, over a team that they were not supposed to beat we're going to talk about it next houston and west virginia it's our big 12 featured game of the week stay with us